If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. If you are thinking about building a custom home, really look at how you live. Don't worry about the trends. Trends come and go. You're hopefully going to be in this house longer than any trend is going to last. So just design it how you live and with what you love. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. I feel like a massive part of my life has flown a bit under the radar, but I am so ready to bring it into the spotlight on the podcast right now. Over the last year, we've been planning and designing and watching the process unfold as we build our dream home. We actually purchased land a few years ago, not totally sure when and what we would build on it, but excited for the day when our home base was nestled in the woods of Minnesota with land and privacy. I can literally envision the girls running around out back. And building a dream home is, of course, a dream come true, but it is also super intimidating. You want to get it exactly right. And inspiration overload is a real thing. Luckily, we found a dream team and partner in this journey who has made the process absolutely incredible. I cannot stop raving. So let me introduce you to Kirsten Erickson. She is the founder of Alma Homes, a Minneapolis-based design build firm that serves clients throughout the country. And she is also one of my friends since high school. I have some really hilarious photos of us through the years. When choosing who I wanted to build and design my home, she was someone that I not only trusted, but I loved. Like I love Kirsten so much. So getting to work with her in this capacity has literally been a dream come true. And so I wanted to invite her on the podcast to share more about our home build experience and what it actually takes to bring a dream home vision to life. We're also going to dive in to talk about what it's like to work with your partner, how to create an exceptional experience as a service provider, and how she's built a hometown Minnesota service-based business that is expanding her reach to all ends of the world from the comfort of her own home. 
I'll also reveal what I am most excited about when it comes to our new house. I am like, honestly, so thrilled. So let's dive on in with my friend and our home designer, Kirsten Erickson. If you need a new, interesting and inspiring podcast to add to your rotation, well, you've got to check out No Straight Path, hosted by Ashley Menzies Babatunde, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. You might recognize her name. Ashley was a guest on Gold Digger last year, and it was so awesome to hear her story and why she started her show. By shedding light on the stories behind the shiny resumes and social media highlights and job titles, No Straight Path aims to humanize success from the millennial perspective. Featuring guests from all walks of life, No Straight Path aims to inspire conversations around the nuanced perspective of success. Listen to No Straight Path wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, I first, Kirsten, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Okay, so I was thinking about like how we could blackmail ourselves and post some of the (laughs) Facebook memories of us from back in the day. I mean, we have some gems that pop up. We really do. From decades ago where it's just crazy. So I'm just so excited. So first I want to dive into, because here's what people might not know. So Kirsten and I were friends in high school and we got into some shenanigans together, which mostly was like, do you remember the store? Anyone listening, the store Deb, where they had like all the prom dresses and stuff. We have some really interesting dressing room photos and like sequin dresses together. But (laughs) while we stayed friends through the years, there was kind of a gap of our lives where we weren't in close contact. And in that gap of our lives was when you became became an entrepreneur and I kind of was just watching you from afar. And so I'm so excited to kind of hear more about your entrepreneur story. So walk me through how you got started and what that looks like for you. Yeah, absolutely. So I actually always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur and I don't know why I did because ultimately my dad, he is an entrepreneur today, but he wasn't when I was growing up and I wasn't exposed to it. But for some reason, I just knew it was in my blood and I always wanted to do it. My spark for architecture and design actually got started by playing The Sims. No joke. I'm literally not exaggerating. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. I mean, back when I was in like middle school, I had the Sims and I'm like, this is amazing. I love this. I want to do this forever. And my dad actually was going to be building a cabin and really just let me get involved in that process. And I just fell in love with it. I always was very into math and art And so it just felt like a very, very happy marriage of like two things that I really, really loved. And I was just kind of on the fast track to becoming an architect. I went to school for that, but I also just knew that I didn't know anything. Like I had no experience in the construction industry. My dad's a financial advisor. My mom's a teacher. So I I didn't grow up in the trade. So I knew I had a lot to learn. And I really just kind of poured myself in college and then internships into the construction industry, into the architecture industry, and really just try to soak up as much information as possible and be a sponge. And it's funny because I actually very vividly remember a conversation I had with you. And this was back when you were still a photographer and I was finishing up grad school and I'm like, I really want to like, just start my own company, but like, 
I don't know if I should. I don't know if I know enough. And you and I were kind of going back and forth and you're like, maybe get a job for a year or two and then do it. And ultimately I ended up working for a couple of different companies, a couple of different builders here in the cities. And once I felt like I wasn't learning anymore, I'm like, all right, it's, it's time to go. It's time to start this. And so I just kind of jumped ship as soon as I felt like I kind of had my feet underneath myself. So Ooh, I love that. And I think it is so powerful. I was just telling someone the other day, we were talking about when kids go into college thinking they know what they want to do, but they don't really understand like what the job actually looks like. And I was like, I wish that there was like a gap year for a lot of students before they spend all the money and time on a degree to really job shadow someone to learn and make sure that, you know, what you think you want to do is what you truly want to do. And I love that you took that opportunity to put yourself in the position of learning until you were ready to make the leap. And I think that's so valuable. A lot of people skip that step, but I also think too, when you can kind of see the inner workings of someone else's business, it opens your eyes of like, yes, I want to do things this way. Or like, I absolutely do not want to do things this way. Exactly. And I think what you really learn from that is you learn what works, what doesn't work. And you're learning on somebody else's dime while you're being trained too. And I mean, had it not been for those two different companies that I worked for, I don't think we would have had some of the processes that we do have today. And ultimately, we would be nowhere without our processes. So I'm very thankful for those. (laughs) Well, as a client on the receiving end, I literally will talk about this in a little bit, but I literally (laughs) am obsessed with your processes. Okay. So talk to me about the early days of starting your business. What did that look like? Did you hire right away? How did you build a team? Yeah, absolutely. So I actually, I was working for one custom home builder here in the Twin Cities area. And I felt like I had just kind of outgrown it. I wasn't learning anymore. And so one day I just quit or I put in my two weeks and I quit and I was going to start my entrepreneurial journey. And then a couple of weeks later, a recruiter reached out for a different home builder here in the city. And I really, really hummed and hawed because I had just made a decision like, I'm going to do this. This is going to be great. And long story short, you can negotiate very well when you don't want a job I learned. And I negotiated so well, I couldn't say no. (laughs) But ultimately, I, you know, I thought about it and I'm like, I really only have this one company's perspective. It would probably be valuable to work somewhere else just for a little while and just see how a different company operates. And long story short, I worked there for about a year and then after that year, I'm like, I've really kind of maxed out what I'm going to learn here. And one day I just was like, okay, this is it. I'm done. You know, I put in my two weeks and I quit. At this point, I I did know Ethan and who is my fiance and now my fiance. And he and I met at work and we have very, very opposite strengths. So I did know at that point that if I started a company at some point, I wanted him to be involved in whatever way possible. We're just a very, very great team at work. And so I knew that we could be very successful together. And so I ended up quitting. He did not quit. And I kind of just got the ball rolling. And then once I felt like, you know, we had enough projects that could sustain both of us, then ultimately he parted ways and came and joined me. And yeah, our our company grew very quickly, very quickly. I thought it would just be him and I working, you know, from home. And within two months, we had an office because working from home did not work. So. Oh my gosh. 
Wait, so if you wouldn't have taken that job that came up after you quit the first job, you wouldn't have met Ethan? Ethan. Stop Uh, it. I met Ethan at the first job. I met Ethan at the first one. So we've been friends for a long time. And then eventually we became more than friends. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about this. So one of the things that's so fascinating to me is when we have been telling people we're building a custom home, the first thing people say is like, oh my gosh, that must be so stressful. And (laughs) honestly, it's been really fun to watch people's reactions. when I'm like, honestly, it's been great. Like we genuinely have loved our experience. And I, I feel like it has been the opposite of most people's experiences. And part of that is, and what we tell people all the time is we're like, (laughs) it's amazing because our architect and designer is married to the general contractor. And so they have to fight over everything at dinner. And that means that (laughs) by the time they wake up in the morning and give us an answer, we, we don't have to make any decisions. And so while that's our joke, it's actually been so beneficial from a consumer standpoint in the sense of you two are in communication. But I want to know, like, what is it like to work with your partner like that? Because I can only imagine that there are so many benefits to it, right? But there are also some challenges. Talk to me about that. Absolutely. I will start and I will say that I can't imagine not working with him, but it is not without challenges. I think part of the reason it has been successful is ultimately we met as coworkers and we really clicked as coworkers. So we kind of had, you know, our defined roles to begin with and we knew we worked well together. Had we been in a relationship first and then decided to work together, I think it would have been a bigger challenge. It absolutely can be very challenging at times. I think we've had to have a lot of very, you know, therapeutic conversations about boundaries. And I think one of the biggest differences is that we, when we get home, we kind of have a no work rule or we don't talk about work Yep. because then you just start working right away. But there are certain days when I come home and I'm like, well, we don't actually have that. Like, how was your day banter? Yeah, because we've been we, together we all know, day. Like, we know how your day was. <laughs> right? There's certain days you come home and you're like, okay, but I just need to talk about my day, even though yeah. you were a part of my day. Yes. So, oh, I can um, only imagine. And it's funny too, because like Drew and I, I don't think we could work together from like a career standpoint. And it's fascinating to me because like he is on a need to know basis when it comes to my work. And I think that's super helpful for me. And so I can only imagine, you know, when, when your work is so integrated into your life and you're both super passionate about this work Mm -hmm. and you have so many different projects, even personal projects that you guys are working on, you know, how do you like, I mean, how do you have other things to talk about? That's where I'm like, I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, somehow we keep talking. (laughs) Yes. No, I love that. (laughs) What has it been like? Because one thing that I've noticed between the two of you is you have different working styles and, Mm -hmm. and I really admire that. And I feel like Ethan is able to like connect and disconnect really quickly from work where he is almost always connected. We always tease him because he always has his AirPod in his ear ready for the next phone call. And I feel like you are way more structured and have those boundaries and those systems that allow you to kind of like compartmentalize your life in a really beautiful way. And so what has that been like for you guys? Yeah, it's been a learning process. And I think that's for sure evolved over the years. When we first started the company, we didn't have, you know, we didn't have those boundaries. 
our clients had our contact info, my phone numbers. Now I have a separate work number that, well, I mean, you have my personal number, <laughs> but, but normally clients don't get my personal number. They just get my work line. And it's just to establish those boundaries. You know, we don't work on nights. We don't work on weekends. And so we try to be very, very just intentional with our time. But I mean, as you know, it, it's challenging. It's really challenging. I think for me, I have to have those boundaries because I just get sucked into work mode. And then if I see a client text me on a Sunday, because that's when they have free time and they're thinking about things, my anxiety just starts to go through the roof. Like, oh my gosh, what's wrong? Even if it's not a bad thing sometimes. So... Oh my gosh, so, yeah, that, it's... that makes me smile because even on Sunday, I didn't text you. So I was like, I'm not, it's <laughs> Sunday. Like nobody's working. It's it's something to you that people don't understand until you're in it. Like yeah. where even I told Drew, I was like, don't text people, like email them. And then if they check their email, that's on them. Yeah. But like, it's one of those things that you learn as an entrepreneur. And I think too, you make a really good point. Like we're obsessed with what we do. Like we love mm-hmm. what we do. And I remember yeah. the same thing for me as a wedding photographer, where when people have access to you, that can be something that pulls you out of your life. Like even my team, we don't communicate using our phones. We only communicate using Slack because mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know if you're, you know, tending to a bruised knee on your child, or if you're on a date with your husband, or if your mom came over for coffee, like, I don't want to take you out of your life. Right. And I think that that's something that is so powerful. And and we were just talking about this off air, but like I could never have Ethan's job where <laughs> you are at the mercy of different contractors and you're on the phone with different people and people are working different hours and maybe they're not great communicators. And so I think that really speaks to your guys' different strengths that you brought up. And that's why you probably work well together. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of it too is just respecting each other's roles. And it's funny because we were talking about this before we hopped on here and you were asking about some schedule items. And it's funny because you say that, you know, Drew is on a need to know basis when it comes to your business. And it's almost like with Ethan and I, we're on a need to know basis within each other's roles too. So when it comes to design, he doesn't usually get involved until everything is like neat and buttoned end up and ready for permit or ready for construction. And then when it comes to schedules and and all of that, I let him just manage his baby. And obviously, you know, we have a general knowledge of where every project is at and everything. But I think that allows us to just focus on what our strengths are and really let the other person shine where their strengths are too. Oh, I love that. Okay. One thing that I'm so inspired by with you and kind of getting to see behind the curtain of your business as a client is the ways that you are exploring different opportunities in terms of scaling. And you and I have had conversations about this, but I think so many people listening, especially service-based businesses, you reach this point where it almost feels like there's a cap of what's possible for you because the only way to earn more is to work more. And I think a lot of us hit that threshold of like, I'm just simply not willing or able to do more. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? Because your business has exploded in my opinion, but there are only so many jobs that you can take. And there's, there's this threshold that you hit. And so walk me through what that's been like for you and kind of how you're navigating that. 
Absolutely. I think, I mean, we're, we're very much in the thick of it right now, because ultimately, like you said, we are a service-based business. When I started Alma Homes, I did so with the intent that we want to deliver a great experience for our clients. And we decided the best way to do that was to stay smaller and stay boutique and not take on too many clients. Yeah. So that in and of itself kind of capped ourselves. And so when you look at growth and you look at scaling, there's really only two ways to do it. One is to take on more projects and grow your staff and grow your team, or two is to venture into the online realm. And so we've been exploring different ways that how can we serve more people without doing a disservice to the clients that were really, really heavily serving. So the clients like you who are building homes for or doing these big remodels for. And so how we found some success with that is through different things, such as affiliate marketing, we're looking at getting into online courses. We internally, Ethan and I are expanding and starting to do some Airbnbs so that people can experience, you know, have a little taste of Alma Homes and a nice little vacation on the side too. So we are exploring all kinds of different options and really, really just kind of pushing into that online space so we can ultimately continue to grow without having to physically take on more work. Because as you know, when you were a wedding photographer, it's taxing. There's a lot that goes into everything. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's been really inspiring to watch you guys like explore these different avenues and kind of build out this multifaceted brand. And I think too, it's super inspiring from a standpoint of so many people that are listening that are in the service-based industry, they're like, okay, what else can I do? And I think that when you are in that service-based space, a lot of times you have one service that you're offering or one core offer. And it's so powerful to bring in different revenue streams. And it gives so much more safety and security in how you're navigating life and business. And so I just, I love that. And I think for anyone listening, if you're in that service-based space, are there opportunities for you to educate? Are there ways that you can share about your processes or your products? Are there ways that you can become an affiliate? Are there ways that you can do coaching or mentoring? Like it, it is impossible for Kirsten to design homes for everyone everywhere, but there are pieces of what she knows and what she can do that can translate into different spaces. And I just love watching you do that. Well, thank you. It's been so fun to watch your business flourish. You've just been killing it. We all have bad habits. My bad habit is that I work with a million tabs open. Like literally, as I'm talking to you, I have so many tabs open. I can't even see what the tabs are. I am the worst. Does anyone else do this? Now, the thing is, is that bad habits tend to find their way into our businesses too. From emailing clients at 2am or spending way too much time and money on legacy software your IT person grandfathered in, or taking on tasks just because you can, not because you should. Well, it is time to break up with the bad business habits and break in new ways to bring our A-game in 2023. HubSpot's all-in-one connected CRM platform can help you there. It makes it easy to better connect your teams, data, and systems so that you can better connect with your customers. Best of all, it is free to get started. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better in 2023 and get a special offer of 20% off on eligible plans at HubSpot.com slash Gold Digger. 
Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Can we talk about the time that you came to visit me when we lived in Johnson Creek and I took oh you gosh. into this field and took yes. photos of you? <laughs> that should probably be the photo that we use. No, I won't do that to you. You know, it's it's awesome to just watch people on their journey. So let's kind of talk about the experience of building our home. It has been like so amazing and so awesome and seamless. And I feel like so much of it is something that you hinted about earlier. Talk to me about some of the processes and things that you've done that has simplified life for you, but has also really heightened that client experience. Yeah. So for us, I kind of literally like our processes are a hill that I die on and they are processes that we put in place over honestly the past 10 years. We've really seen what works and what doesn't work. And I am very, very, I mean, people call me the spreadsheet queen. I live and breathe processes. So I'm all about adopting different technologies or different systems. How can we be more efficient? How can we make things you know, more clear cut? And so ultimately we utilize a cloud-based project management software that's geared towards construction. And we call it our Bible. Like we could not function without it. And it just makes everything very clear. We can go in, we have the client sign off on everything. So Jenna and Drew know, okay, this is our paint color. These are the plumbing fixtures that we selected. And you can go back to that and there's no middlemen. So having different tools that you can use first and foremost makes such a huge difference because you don't have the confusion. You just have clear communication. You have the schedules. People know what's going on internally as well. We also have tried to streamline things with how can we get information ahead of time? So we do very extensive questionnaires that allows us to get the information from our clients. And then we can process that. We can do all of the work behind the scenes. And so it's a much smoother process for our clients. The biggest thing is there are so many things that go on in construction and so many issues that arise. And the client doesn't need to know all of that. It's our job to make it look easy. 
And I'm I'm glad that that's been your experience. I'm I'm so glad to hear that because it has been so much fun working with you. And we just love working with you. Oh, it's been amazing. And you know, it's crazy. I remember something that you said at the very beginning of the process when you were talking about the platform that you use to keep everything organized. And you said you're like, you know, it's an investment. It was a huge investment yeah. for us to be on this platform. But I think a lot of times entrepreneurs try to cut corners when it comes to processes or or they're scared to invest. And mm-hmm. I can say that like something that so many people forget, especially in the service-based space is like, there are other people that do what you do, but no one that can give the experience that you can give. And if there are tools that you can leverage to give that memorable experience, that experience that makes people want to shout from the rooftops, how amazing it was. Those are such worthy investments for so many reasons. And I feel like for me as an entrepreneur as well, there have been times where I'm like, oh my gosh, like you see the price tag for something like that. But when you understand the value that it brings, it has, I mean, it's changed our experience in this process. And I know it's totally changed your experience in your workflow. And so I just want to encourage people, like if you're listening and you're like, oh, there's this software that could help, or there's this bot that could do things for me, or, you know, it's just been so awesome. Absolutely. And, and the thing that, you know, you didn't mention too, just to piggyback off what you were saying is it's a huge investment. And at first you see that and you see sticker shock, but now on the flip side of it, having these different tools and systems in place, we probably by paying for this, you know, the software we probably don't have to employ, I'm not joking for people because it just manages so much for us. And it's, it's worth every dollar that we spend. I love that. So, okay. One thing that you brought up that I love, and this is exactly how I am is I think because our process has been so like, we don't know what's going on in a good way. We know what we Mm -hmm. need to know. I think that that has been so positive and it has made it. So it's like, it's taken care of. Like, like I, like today I went to the orthodontist to get my Invisalign checked out and, and I was like, Oh, we're building a home. And he's like, Oh, did you order your windows? And I was like, no, no, no. Like, like it's, <laughs> it's almost done. Like they ordered windows like a year ago. And it just makes me realize like how important it is to have people that you trust that understand their craft and know, and that you don't have to worry about anything. Mm-hmm. And so what are some of the things that you do in the sense of creating that experience for your clients where you guys are handling things. And so that experience really is kind of out of the hands of your clients and focused on your team. Absolutely. So one of the things that we actually do, I mean, we we have the schedule laid out well in advance. And then we go through and we do all of the selections well before we start construction. Yeah. That allows us to go ahead and order everything. So we know Windows have long lead times. That's that was literally we did a separate call with you guys yep. probably a year ago and we said, okay, we need to order these because we want to make sure we're not waiting on Windows. Yep. And so yep. For us, it's looking at things before we ever start and planning ahead, you know, literally a year out and just saying, what do we need to do? How can we manage this? Also, as kind of crazy as it sounds, no is actually a very good word to use. Mm-hmm. And because a lot of times, like you can't be afraid to say no, because clients ultimately don't understand everything that's going on behind the scenes. So as an example, one of our really strict policies that we have internally is that we will not use any outside subcontractors or suppliers or vendors. And we have clients that come to us and they say, well, my brother is a plumber or my dad does concrete. And ultimately, 
just like we want to work with clients who trust us. We work with subcontractors who we trust and who we vetted and they have, they perform to our quality standards. And so your dad may be the best plumber in the world, but unless he goes through our onboarding process, it can get very messy. And so we're allowed, or we can move quickly because we have an amazing team of trusted subcontractors too. So it's really just defining what is important to you? How does your business run the most smoothly? And then don't feel bad about sticking to that because ultimately that's how you're successful. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's also crazy. Something that you brought up that I think is really a great reminder for people is that early questionnaire. I literally can remember. Mm -hmm. I can close my eyes. I remember doing it with Drew. And the funny thing was, is that he said yes to everything. It was like, he did. do you need this? Do you need a butler kitchen? And he's like, yes. I was like, for who? Like, I mean, I, we were giggling so hard because I'm like, you cannot say yes to literally every single thing. Like we're going to have like a 10,000 square foot home for like three people. And, but things like that, where it allows your clients to feel like they get to be heard and their input is important. But then again, they hand that over and you take the reins. Walk me through like how you would advise somebody to kind of create that onboarding experience as a client, because I think that's often a missed opportunity and that can really impact the experience that somebody gets. Yeah. And full disclosure, that's something that we actually just implemented a few years ago. And that came because we're constantly checking in with ourselves and saying what's working, what's not working. And so we went through and we built a house for one client and it was a very fun experience for her. And I say fun from the standpoint that she didn't want it to end. So we were on revision, probably, I don't know, 30 or 40. And we said, this is a problem. We can't, you know, this isn't sustainable. We need to kind of wrap this up. And so from that kind of came this idea of what if we could get all of this information ahead of time? So if you're in a service-based business and something like this for the onboarding process to be helpful for you, ask yourself, you know, what information ultimately do I need for my clients? Can I get that information ahead of time? Because that will save you time with your clients. And then you can process everything on your own time. By us doing the questionnaires, it allows Jenna and Drew to sit down together and say, okay, do we want this? Do we want this? In Drew's case, he says yes to everything. (laughs) But then they're doing that together. They're not doing that with you. And they can spend however much time they need to, to get on the same page. And then you step in once they've had those discussions and it just saves a ton of time, but then also you can come back to that information. So for us, it's just been a huge game changer in our business because we have it documented and everyone's just on the same page. Yes. I love that. And I feel like too, for so many people that get challenging clients, a lot of times we point to the client instead of saying like, was there an opportunity for me to set expectations better? Was there something that I missed that would have helped clarify what this process was? And I really do think that the experience is everything. Like the experience for someone is what is going to either make them a raving fan or a really harsh critic. Mm -hmm. And so that is just like such a powerful way to kind of level set. And it's almost like you're giving somebody like a little boot camp of like, here's how this is going to work. And here's where your input is necessary. And here's where my expertise comes into play. And I feel like it just creates this really beautiful partnership that both people feel like they are being seen and heard. And it makes the whole process like unfold in such a better way. 
I absolutely agree 100%. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. On top of my many titles as mom, entrepreneur, and creative, I've also added host. Drew and I host on Airbnb on our favorite island in Hawaii. We started hosting as a way to make some extra income, and we've had such an easy breezy experience. Now we host year after year, and it's been a fantastic side hustle. Not to brag, but we've also been crowned Airbnb Superhost several times, so we are really killing the game. It's about having spaces we can enjoy as a family while creating memorable experiences for our guests, and it helps that we earn a little extra cash on the side. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay, what's your favorite part about our house? Oh my goodness. I love it all. But honestly, I think your mom's bathroom is my favorite. Oh my gosh. Me too. I texted you that the other day. Yeah. During office hours. Don't worry. It was during working hours and it was just the craziest (laughs) hashtag boundaries, but I love it. The terracotta tile is so beautiful. Thank you, Fire Clay. And I know it's just like a warm and cozy little bathroom. I love it. I just love it. I love the beadboard, the warmth, the texture. Oh, I just, I love it. Beautiful. I also love the windows, like just the tall windows. And I'm so excited to watch the seasons change from that room. Mm -hmm. Like our great room is just truly great. But I like, I don't know. I just had this vision when we used to walk the land because a lot of people don't know this, but we bought the land a couple of years ago and we were just kind of sitting on it and we would visit the land often and kind of just dream. We did a lot of pictures on land when people didn't know that, you know, that's where we were. And, you know, I just had this vision. There's just this beautiful, beautiful tree. And I wanted to have that tree. Like I was like, I will never (laughs) in a million years cut that down. I was like, I will wrap my body around the trunk of it before anyone removes (laughs) that tree. But so excited about that. I'm also so excited about having an office space. Yes. My God. That is going to be a game changer for you. Truly. Yes, truly. What advice would you have? So if somebody is listening to this and they're like, someday it's on my vision board, I want to build my dream home. Where do they start? Or what does that look like in terms of just dreaming and getting started and the process? 
Yeah, that's a great question. I would say start earlier than you think. Yeah. Start talking to contractors that you are interested in working with because a lot of them will actually have, they may be booked out for a year or two, not everyone in the country, but a lot of places they do have long lead times. Yeah. So I would say start earlier than you think. And then the most important thing, hands down, is if you're married, make sure you and your spouse are on the same page as far as budget is concerned, as far as timeline. We joke that our job is part designer, part therapist because people aren't always on the same page. Just We'll just say it like that. Truly. Um, so <laughs> have those conversations up front and make sure you both just agree on primarily what you want to spend because that can cause a lot of strife otherwise. Oh, yeah. Drew and I actually like through the process, I feel like we agreed on 99% of the things and like the things that we didn't agree on, he didn't really feel that strongly over where I yeah. felt like innately like, no, I know, I know this is what I want which was really good. And the funny thing was, I remember at one point when I wanted to make the great room bigger and cut into the garage yeah. space, and he was like, no. And that was so funny because he was like, you can't do that my garage. I'm like, oh, we were giggling over that. Oh yeah, my you guys did such a great job. You worked so well together throughout the entire home build process. And I mean, Drew just loves everything too. Oh my gosh. So he's so I know. easy to work with. It's so it's been so fun too. And here's one pro tip that I'll give anyone that does like the building process is like we limited our house visits to like once a week. And I loved that because I know there's this like deep desire to like show up every day on the job site and see what's getting done. And it just felt like every week was like Christmas of like, here's what's getting done. Oh my gosh. Like I remember the day we went and all the sheetrock was in and like, oh my gosh. And just like all of those milestones felt so exciting. And I just, I loved that part of the process. So much of my camera roll this year has just been the process unfolding. And it was so cute when we went after being in Arizona. So we hadn't been at the house in a little bit. Like we went in and Coco was like, look, look at the handle. Look at the faucet. Mom, we have a sink. Like, and it was just like, so (laughs) cool to watch her like kind of understand the process. And, you know, the other thing that I will say too, that just made me smile is, every time that we would go over and there would be contractors there, we would find ourselves just saying like, wow, they're doing such a good job. That's like so impressive. They're working so hard. And finally, one day we went over and someone was working, I think on the exterior and she like goes up to them and she's like, you are doing such a great job. Wow. You are working so hard. And it made me realize time and time again, as a parent (laughs) that like your kids are literally always listening to you and paying attention to what you're saying. And I think that that just showed like what our experience was is that was her reflection of it. And it was like, yeah. Oh yeah, I couldn't agree more. It was so awesome. That's so sweet. One of my favorite Coco memories from when we were building was when you guys were out for the electrical walkthrough and yeah. we were walking through with the electrician and Ethan was kind of tailing behind us and halfway through the house, Coke was like, who's this guy and why is he following us? (laughs) You're like, he's an important piece of the puzzle, girlfriend. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So what are you most excited about? Like as we are in this new year and we're navigating it, like what are you excited about these days? Well, I'm so excited to finish your house and to see it all come together. 
Me too. First and foremost, Same. it's looking so beautiful, but I am just really, really excited to continue to work with our incredible clients and to continue to grow and expand our business. We right now actually are building a home for ourselves out in Colorado that will be rented out. So that's been really fun to have in the background going on. Ethan always laughs because I'm very much the idea generator, if you will. And apparently I have this look and I just walk in and he looks at me and he's like, you have the look that says, <laughs> I have a great idea, but it's going to be a lot of work for Ethan. And so <laughs> I think there'll be a lot of those looks in the future. <laughs> is it hard for you to design for yourself? I feel like that is like, you know, when they say like the shoemaker never has its own shoes, like, yes. is that challenging? <laughs> a million percent. With Colorado, it's been a little bit easier just because it will be an Airbnb. And so I feel like we have to make some very strategic decisions from a maintenance standpoint, from a durability standpoint. And honestly, we're kind of designing it to be remodeled, knowing that it will ultimately get used and abused over the next few years. Yeah. So that one's been easier. But when we built our house, oof, <laughs> yeah, that was tough. Designers are uh, the wrong worst clients. <laughs> I was telling Drew last night, I was like, you know, it's interesting to be like in the design space for you because everyone thinks they're a designer, right? Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> especially in today's day and age. And so I was like, oh, it's just fascinating. Like the input people give to the professionals when their knowledge and skill set is very different. It kind of makes me chuckle sometimes. But what has been your favorite part of the process? You know, it's been so, I mean, there's been so many things and we have been so fortunate. Something that I think has really reduced the stress is that we have been so fortunate to like stay in our current home while we're building. And I think that has made the transition so much easier because it doesn't feel like we're displaced with kids and all of that. But man, I am so, I mean, I'm so every single day, Drew and I will look at each other and we're like, <laughs> I'm excited about this. I'm excited Aww. about this. I'm excited about this. And I think what I'm really excited about is that we're building a space that is conducive to like how we want to live. And something that we often joke about, and this is going to sound so terrible, but I'm going to say it anyways, because it's true for us is that when we watch shows that like on HGTV or things like that, we always feel like people are always designing with entertainment in mind. And we are not huge entertainers beyond like our family. We aren't, we don't love hosting. We don't do things like that. And so what I love about our space and true and I were talking about this the other night, he's like, I want to build a home that is how we want to live, not built for other people's pleasure. And that might sound like trite, but it's true. Like we want to build a space that like feels so good to us and works for us. And so I'm like, so excited. I'm also very excited. And this is probably something Kirsten can chuckle about, but like we added on a few things into the basement that wasn't initially planned, like a sauna and a cold plunge. And I'm so excited to have a space that is built like with our health in mind and to have those tools like right at our disposal. And so like, I'm really excited for those. And I'm also really excited for that separate office space and how we built it so that I'm not worried about house noise or kid noise yeah. or kids running in. So, I mean, I'm, I'm excited about everything. I could literally, I mean, the master <laughs> closet, the deep bathtub, like there are just so many things, but I think we really did build a home that like, I can see us using every space and like visualize what our lives will look like inside of it. 
I think you guys approached it so smart. I really do. And that is one piece of advice I would absolutely give everybody is if you are thinking about building a custom home, really look at how you live. Don't worry about the trends. Trends come and go. You're hopefully going to be in this house longer than any trend is going to last. So just design it how you live and with what you love. Yes. And one thing I think you helped with a ton is that like, I wanted to go traditional in the areas and in the decisions and selections of things that are not easy to change. Mm -hmm. And then I wanted to go like bold and have fun in places that you can change 10 years down the road, like wallpaper or tile or things like that. And I think that we struck this really beautiful balance where it doesn't feel like a cookie cutter home, like every other home on Instagram. Mm -hmm. But at the same point too, there are these pops and these features and these things that I'm like so excited about and thrilled by that felt like slightly risky for me, who is definitely a more like neutral person. But I feel like that makes the design like super impactful. Absolutely. Yeah. I think your guys' house is just going to be so beautiful. Well, I I cannot wait for everyone to see (laughs) the finished product. I have truly loved my experience. If anyone in the Twin Cities is looking at building a custom home, you better get on their calendar now for (laughs) 2025, okay? Kirsten, where can everybody find out more about you, learn about your business, take advantage of your resources, and just know you as a human? Give me all the places. Yeah, you can find us online at almahomes.com or you can find us on Instagram at almahomes or on TikTok at almahomes. Amazing. Thank you so much. I have loved having my friend through this process and I've loved the way that our relationship has ever evolved in working with you. And I'm just so appreciative for everything that you guys have done to help us build our dream home. Well, thank you so much for having me. And we are just so, so appreciative of you and Drew. And we just love you guys so much. I wish Chip Gaines was here to like push aside the <laughs> the picture and say like, welcome home because yeah. that's where we're at. Oh, hey, you. you don't know what's coming yet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it is so wild to me that we are able to build our dream home, this space that I envision raising our girls in on land that we are obsessed with. And truly, this whole process has just been incredible. Like, it is an experience that I believe only Kirsten and Ethan can offer. And it's been really beautiful too, just to watch our friendship evolve as we go through this process together. I think sometimes working with friends can be a risk, but this has been a true reward. I have loved getting to see this incredible business that Kirsten has built and leaning on her expertise and just enjoying the dream come true that building a dream home is. I really feel like we need the HGTV cameras to show up and say welcome to your dream home because it really is a dream come true. And I cannot wait to share more of our home with you. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the podcast and learning a little bit more about what's been going on behind the scenes as this process has unfolded. And of course, gold diggers, until next time, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. 
And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.